Hello and welcome fellow film buffs. I'm Zach Droll and I'm joined by my co-host, fellow cinephile, and also, uh, I think, a pothead, uh, Hunter Ventilirup. Hey man, you can't just call me a pothead straight out. I'm really not. It's socially, okay man? Like, hey, you, you it, can't it, be it doing is, me it, like that. It is that. technically legal in New York now. Well, now it is. Uh, we are the uh, Box Office Losers. Each and every week we deep dive into the movie sphere to watch and review any and all films to ever grace the silver screen or your TV screen. This week we are talking about the stoner classic of the 2000s, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Dude, this movie is way more complicated than it needed to be. But it then was, again, back but... in 2004-ish, there was yes. really no GPS, so it was hard to find things. <laughs> but also, like, what, what, we had, um, what, freaking MapQuest, I think it was? Maybe. But they were too stoned to do that. And man, like th- this movie is just one big ad for White Castle, and I'm here for because oh, for when sure. you're like w- when you're craving White Castle, you're, you it, want it. Like it's... it, 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 it hits differently. <laughs> yeah, dude, we picked like the best week to do a stoner movie. Like literally, like a week and a half ago, they just passed it over in New York for us yeah. to have uh, recreational marijuana starting up soon. Uh... So it's exciting. It's going to take about two years, I think, to do it, or well, about I, 18 I months. Think it's, I think it's already passed. It's just going to take a couple years to get everything set up properly. Yeah, but still, it's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah we um, also, like, w- w- with yesterday, as of this recording, was 420. This is our yeah, like, stone episode. This is our weed episode. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? We might keep this tradition, and next year we'll watch Super Troopers or Cheech and Chong. Is Super Troopers really a stoner comedy, or oh, is it just like yes, a cult classic? I've, they don't it's really... considered a, it, it's considered one of the like essential stoner comedies. Really? They don't smoke in it. I thought stoner comedies had to be like about drugs, like Pineapple Express or any Seth Rogen movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, 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 I thought they smoked weed in that movie. I don't remember. I haven't seen the original Super Troopers in years. Well, no, it, it's mainly the opening of Super Troopers where the snozberries taste like snozberries. Mm, and the meow. Yeah. Maybe. We'll but definitely I, watch um, it at some point. It's a good movie. Yeah, guys. So, Harold and Kumar go to Harold and Kumar go to White Castle is a 2004 American buddy comedy stoner film and the first installment of the Harold and Kumar series. The, star was, the sto- uh, story follows... Harold Lee and Kumar Patet, as uh, Patel, my bad, as they decided to go to the fast food chain White Castle after smoking marijuana, <laughs> but end up on a series of comedical mis- misventures along the way. In the UK, this movie was called uh, Harold and Kumar Get the Munchies. Fun fact. Well, I well, I think if it wasn't for America being just like a a, a synonymous thing with White Castle, yeah, I don't think I don't think there's White Castles over there, or at least there wasn't around this time. So they can't be like, oh, they go to White Castle, let's they get the munchies, and they yeah. want White Castle. But also, um, so, uh, we we watched the unrated version of this film. This is there's more titties and more curses, I think. And also, I think the um. The cheetah scene was added in. 
to the unrated. Yeah, that's a weird fucking scene, and it looks really bad. <laughs> um, because, and I'll say this, because I, oddly enough, so I, I was like, after I watched the film, I'm like, oh, let me just watch other people's review of it. I punch this into YouTube, and lo and behold, the first review that pops up is the, um, kind of the cancer to all movie reviews on YouTube, CinemaSins. Oh, yay. Legit, the, the, the cancer of movie reviews. And they didn't bring this up at all in there. They, they, they didn't bring up the, the cheetah scene, so. Can't ride a cheetah. One sin. Not like they, 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 he, oh my god, I <laughs> fucking hate cinema sins so much. I used to like them back in the day because I thought it was funny. Nowadays, I'm like, they're just assholes. And I, the yes. point of the YouTube channel is to to nitpick. And that's what they do, and it's still satirical in its own way. But sometimes it just feels like they're being too serious, and you're like, "Whoa, buddy, calm the fuck down." Uh, a lot of likes, they go like, "Hey, um, we're just joking around. Are you sure?" Mm-hmm. It seems Are like you, you sure have a that? lot of, a lot of like, like angst against this film. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. But, um, show. but nonetheless, like, yeah, like, I I try to watch reviews, and I saw people doing the Harold and Kumar challenge for this movie. What the fuck is that? Get stoned and eat White Castle? No, like, well, essentially, they they just do the order from White Castle. They do 30 sliders, 5 fries, and then 5 large cherry Cokes. Well, then they have to double it because well, Kumar no, no. has to do it. They, 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 they only do, the, do one. the one order. Oh, man. It, it, me, it, me, and you could, me and you could easily take down both orders. I don't like... <laughs> I don't like sliders from White Castle. They, you don't like diarrhea. <laughs> I hey, for me, I can order the chicken rings from Chicken from Rings White Castle. Chicken those rings are, are fire. fucking fire. Yeah, those are good. Like legit, mwah, so good. All right, let's get on to this cast before we start talking. You know more about weed and food, and we get lost in the sauce. So. True. Cast of this movie's pretty stacked. I don't have everybody in here because I didn't want to talk about the cameos until later. But let's get into the big ones. We got John Cho as Harold Lee. Cal Penn as Kumar Patel. Paula Grassis as uh, Maria Perez. We got Neil Patrick Harris as a fictionalized version of himself. Cannot stress this enough. Fictionalized. <laughs> we have David Krumholtz as Goldstein. Eddie K. Thomas as Rosenberg. Steve Braun as Cole. And Christopher Maloney as Randy slash Freak Show. So, There's also a bunch of uh, cameos we'll talk about when we get farther down. So, um, yeah, just Neil Patrick Harris has a fictionalized version of himself. Yeah, I I love how in the Harold and Kumar like universe, like NPH is a drug addict and is straight. Yeah, he's addicted to pussy. <laughs> There's the scene where they're in the car and. Kumar just goes, oh man, I'm craving burgers, and Neil Patrick Harris goes, yeah, muff burgers. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, what the hell is happening? But hey, like, uh, as so uh, as it's stated, it's known that that this film, like, just like jump-started his career again. Yeah, I have it in the notes, this restarted his career back up after Doogie. It's so good, because I, I, NPH is a fucking, he, he has comedic timing, to a T. Oh, he's great. Yeah, I don't feel like he had a script. I feel like he had like just be a straight, hypersexualized, hyper drug version of yourself, and he's like, okay. <laughs> and also, um, 
I, I found this out. So the person who plays Maria, she she is the same actress in all three films. Oh, that's awesome. They, they were able to keep her for all three films. Usually they never do that. <laughs> yeah, usually they go, like, oh, we're going to get someone who kind of looks similar, and so no one will really notice. This has got to be one of the only movies that's able to keep its core cast through all three films. Yeah. That's really and also, good. Uh, and also, hey, Ike, and to give to give Neil Patrick Harris credit, he, he played his role in all three films. Yeah, he was great. He came back. Like you thought he was just gonna be in this one, and then he shows up in Guantanamo, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And then he shows up in the Christmas movie, and you're like, "Nice." But in that one, he actually has his um, husband and his kids in it, so it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's so move on I'm to this gonna... budget, dude. This budget's crazy small. Uh, I thought it was twelve million when I first heard. Oh no, 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 never mind. That was another movie I watched that we should put on the list. That I just remembered. So yeah, so th- th- this budget was crazy for for its time in two thousand four was nine million dollars. And to be fair, it really shows. There's not a lot of scenes where it's like this requires a high budget. The highest budget was filming the cheetah in, on the green screen. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, it's just you get a stunt car for the jump that Neil Patrick Harris makes with it, and then just. A couple of visual cues for uh, a lot of the smoke stuff. And apparently they needed to build their own White Castle because there wasn't any in the area they were filming. And they That's needed to make... weird. Ve- and they needed to make vegan burgers uh, or vegetarian burgers for Kumar um, Kalpen because he's vegetarian. Okay, then. So there's a little bit extra on the budget they had to, to splurge for this. But still very small for uh, this kind of movie. And the box office turnaround was twenty three point nine million. Very small for this kind of movie. <laughs> but um, so yeah, no, so it's actually pretty good. So the, the film I got confused with was something that I found on on um on HBO Max, mm-hmm. and it's a film I've been wanting to see since it came out, but I never got to see it. What? Project X. Oh, Project X is awesome. It's on it, it's on HBO Max now. Nice. And and that also includes the extended version too. That's unrated. So I saw the regular one. Uh I fucking love the Project X. <laughs> it's so dumb and fun. Well yeah, so like like yeah, just the, the the budget of this film is amazing, the fact that they were able to do stuff. And also yeah, it that does suck that they have to build their own White Castle, which is kind of weird because i thought like new york and mainly like the east coast is just sequential with uh white castle to be honest i forget where they filmed it i don't remember 100 percent. i don't know what i have in my notes i don't want to spoil anything if i do have it in there mm. yeah so um let's just kick starting these notes um while living in los angeles california screenwriter John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg. Schlossberg, thank you. Uh, decided to write a low-budget stoner film and base the main characters on their high school friends from Randolph High School. They base the characters of Harold on... Now, is it high school friends or high school friends? <laughs> okay, man, come on. You should laugh. That was kind of funny. <laughs> Eat my ass. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> Wordplay. 
They based the character of Harold on their real-life friend, uh, Harold Lee. Really? Well, then. Uh, Hurwitz got the idea to base the film around White Castle from his own experience craving White Castle burgers when he lived in Pennsylvania for several years. At the time, Pennsylvania did not have any White Castle locations, and Hurwitz had to uh, have family members bring him frozen White Castle burgers from New Jersey. That's a trek and a half. <laughs> well, like, well, yeah, because like you can actually buy like the Crave case from fucking a- any store now of just frozen White Castle burgers, <laughs> which is like kind of shitty, but. Eh. The filmmakers received permission from White Castle in 2002 to use the chain's name in the film. Um, one scene that depicts uh, a White Castle being closed was changed at the request of the company. Director of marketing, uh, the film was also supposed to feature a hunt for Krispy Kreme donuts, but the food was changed to hamburgers when Krispy Kreme refused to allow, to allow the film to use their name. Because it was a stoner comedy, and they're like, drugs bad! Imagine if Krispy Kreme was the focus, though. Dude, Harold and Kumar go to Krispy Kreme. (laughs) Yo. It would have been a very different film. It would have been. I mean, same jokes, but like the end result. Can I get 30 cheeseburgers and five fries? I've been like, can I get 50 donuts? Like, it's different when it's like, can I get like two, like, can I get like three baker's dozens? Yeah. Um... As a thank you for all the free advertising the film gave White Castle, arranged to have um, collectible Harold and Kumar cups at their own locations during the film's release. It marks the first time an R-rated comedy is advertised on fast food containers. Crazy. Uh, Do you want to pick up? I'm going to try to look up those cups real quick. Yeah, sure. So on a promotional talk show appearance by Christopher Maloney, he explained that when the writers John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg approached him for the script, uh, they said... Uh, the part was, they were the, uh, they said of the part, you were the first person we thought of. After reading the introduction of his character, which simply described him as the ugliest man on earth, he got the joke. <laughs> they're, they're like, you're playing this ugly dude. I didn't even recognize him at first. I was going through the cast list and I was like, now I see it. Now I can tell it's him because you can, t- you can see his, like his jawline and stuff. Cause yeah. everything, all the makeup on his face, it's just. So bad. Yeah. After after you point out who he was, I figured you, you, you popped hard for that because you liked Happy so much. Yeah, Happy is so good. You definitely gotta watch Happy. So the cups are just like kind of like your generic. Yeah, like, they probably movie. just say Harold and Kumar or like show a movie poster on it, right? Oh no, it, it's kind of like uh, w- one cup has Harold and another cup has Kumar. Oh, uh, we should try to find those, and we should each have one. <laughs> That's gonna cost a lot of money. Probably. So, uh, co-writer John Hurwitz told the New York Times that if Neil Patrick Harris turned down the role, their second choice was Ralph Macchio, who, like Harris, was best known for a wholesome role. In Macchio's case, it was The Karate Kid and its sequels. But, Neil Patrick Harris was able to do it, and the movie relaunched his career, which won him the role of Barney Stinson on How I Met Your Mother, in 2005. So this movie, this movie, got him to be Barney Stinson. But also, like, um, I'm imagine if of... it was Ralph Macchio. <laughs> I know, yes. It was Ralph Macchio in this movie, and then Ralph Macchio got to roll on How I Met Your Mother. Like, <laughs> because whenever, like, whenever you see stuff like that, it's just alternate timeline shit that, mm-hmm. that, that you think of now. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris's agent went, "You can't do that. That's too bad. That's too raunchy." And then, like, and Ralph Macchio was like, "I'm doing nothing. Sure." 
I think you got the two mixed up. Anyway, what, um, <laughs> do, I don't really care. now do you think we would get Cobra Kai if, um, Ralph Macchio did Harold and Kumar, or would we get a remake of Doogie Howser where he's an old jaded adult? Alternate timeline stuff. I, I think we, we still would have gotten Cobra Kai. Interesting, interesting. Would we have gotten a one-off thing uh, of Doogie Hazard? Uh, Hauser, yes, we would have. Okay, that'd be cool. Uh, Harold and Kumar, because uh, now we're going to talk about sequels. Harold and Kumar, Escape from Guantanamo Bay, is a 2008 sequel to White Castle. The movie revolves around Harold and Kumar trying to get to Amsterdam to find Maria, but when the two are mistaken for terrorists on the plane, they are sent to Guantanamo Bay detention camp. Dude, these movies are fucking crazy. They also don't they're age well. So, they're so racist, it's ridiculous, but they treat it in a good satirical way. They're that makes so... it very just like, oh, okay, it's obviously a joke. <laughs> they're so racist, homophobic. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Everything. I mean, at least they don't say the F word, they say Fagel. Yeah. It's it's better than, uh, you know, Jay and Silent Bob, where they straight up just say it. But that was also like 10 years ago, so 10 years yeah. before 2004. So, times change. Still not appropriate, but times change. Uh, both Hurwitz and Schlossberg announced plans to write a third Harold and Kumar film with Greg Shapiro returning as producer and Cal Penn and John Cho returning in their roles, while Todd Strauss Schlossen directed the first film, uh, directed the new film. A very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas was released on November 4th, 2011 in 2D and in 3D. I remember seeing this film, and it was just okay. Guantanamo Bay is probably my favorite one, just because I saw that one first. Oh, like, th- th- this one's my favorite one. Well, I, yeah. love, I love going to White Castle so much. I gotta watch all three and then make my decision now, because this one's really, really, really good, and Guantanamo Bay is just a classic, though. So, I found on eBay, they eBay? have the bags. The bags? Who wants yeah, the, the bag? Yeah, the, 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 like, White Castle gave out. Mm. That's about it. Name. <sighs> they don't have the cups, but... Whatever. Zach, do you have any fun facts for this week? I wish I did, but I don't. Probably, if I, if I really did a deep dive into this film, I probably could have found some stuff, but... Eh. Yeah, we ended up watching it at, like, the same time last night. I think I was, like, ten minutes ahead of you, though. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was doing stuff with my friends, then I then I was done. I'm like, I'm just going to watch this movie now and yeah, just I got, suffer, I, but... Yeah, I got home from work, and I was like, alright, got to watch this movie because I have stuff to do today. Not too crazy, I just need to timeline stuff all right so let's move on to that plot since you got no uh fun facts i'm just gonna blow through this okay investment banker cubicle worker harold lee is pressured by his colleagues to do their work while they leave for the weekend meanwhile his roommate kumar patel attends a medical school interview where he is highly qualified but intentionally botches it to avoid getting accepted harold is attracted to his neighbor maria but is unable to admit his feelings after smoking marijuana and seeing an advertisement for White Castle, the pair decide to get hamburgers. After traveling to the nearest White Castle in New Brunswick, they find it replaced by Burger Shack, and the drive-thru employee informs them of another White Castle that's open 24 hours in Cherry Hill. That's Anthony Anderson right there, dude. Crazy. <laughs> Kumar suggests stopping at Princeton University to buy more marijuana, because Kumar throws, because uh, uh, Harold throws it out the window. Uh, Kumar buys marijuana from one of the students, and they are discovered by campus security and forced to flee, losing their marijuana. Bobby Lee is also in this scene. Uh, they resume their drive, and Kumar pulls over to urinate, and a raccoon gets in the car and bites Harold. 
Kumar takes Harold to the hospital to check for rabies. Harold is cleared, but Kumar's father and older brother, who worked there as doctors, see Kumar, uh, see, see them, and Kumar's father confronts Kumar over his failed medical interview. Kumar fakes an apology and steals ID badges from them to obtain medical marijuana. However, Kumar is mistaken for his brother, even though they don't look the same, because one's bald, by other doctors, who was Ryan Reynolds, and is forced to perform an emergency surgery on a gunshot victim. This takes place. Uh, this movie was filmed like right after Van Wilder was filmed, so they got Ryan Reynolds in real quick, just as like a quick cameo. I, I, I'm still considering this to be canon as him as Deadpool, because he was very, because <laughs> he was very very gay. <laughs> um, where were we? Uh, to the amazement of Harold and the nurses, Kumar effortlessly saves the patient's life in the nick of time. Afterwards, the patient tells him how to get to White Castle. You know, Kumar is qualified. He can obviously do it. He just can't like. Do it, do it. Like, I don't think he ever touches any of the instruments, but he knows how to do everything, like, verbally. Uh, <clears throat> Kumar then spots Maria at a movie theater and decides to get her attention so Harold can talk to her, but Harold panics and crashes the car. They are rescued by Freak Show, a tow truck driver uh, covered with oozing boils who takes them to his house to repair their car. Harold and Kumar are propositioned by Frank Show, by Frank Show, by Freak Show's surprisingly alluring wife, but fr- after Freak Show suggests a foursome, Harold and Kumar flee in disgust. Kumar picks up a hitchhiker, Neil Patrick Harris, who is high on ecstasy and pussy. Harold and Kumar go into a convenience store to get directions, and Harris drives away in their car. The duo are then harassed by a racist police officer for jaywalking when there's no road. <laughs> this scene's great. Dude, it's 3 a.m. There's no one on the road right now. Right as he takes a step, the cop shows up. It's ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. Harold attempts to punch Kumar for antagonizing the officer, but ends up punching the officer instead, resulting in his arrest. Kumar makes a 911 call to distract the police and breaks into the station to free Harold. After Harold and Kumar flee, they encounter an escaped cheetah, which was mentioned previously. After smoking marijuana with it, yep, they decide to ride it to White Castle. Harold hits his head on a branch, destroying his laptop containing all the work that he had completed for his co-workers. Harold and a reluctant Kumar decide not to continue on their trek, but after encountering a group of extreme sports punks who have been harassing the pair, the duo uh, change their mind and steal their truck. A state trooper spots the speeding truck and chases them. They are trapped when they uh, reach the edge of a cliff. Spied in the White Castle below, Harold and Kumar use a hand glider from the truck to reach their destination. The pair place their orders, but are disheartened to find that they have no money. All of a sudden, Neil Patrick Harris appears having craved the food when hearing them talk about it and pays for their meal as an apology for stealing their car. He also pays for further <clears throat> repairs on the car's <clears throat> uh, seats. Uh, Kumar realizes he wants to be a doctor, but is afraid of conforming to the stereotype of Indians becoming doctors. Harold then notices his co-workers pulling up and gets angry at them because they said they had worked with clients all weekend, but they're actually out partying. He tells them off and threatens to get them fired if it happens again. And after... Returning to their apartment, they encounter Maria. Harold professes his feelings for her, and they kiss, even though they don't talk, and it's really weird. She informs Harold that she is leaving for Amsterdam, but will return in ten days. Kumar convinces Harold to go with him to Amsterdam to pursue Maria, reminding him that marijuana is legal in the Netherlands. And then so, apparently this movie, takes uh, Guantanamo Bay, takes place right after this. So, fun fact. Um, you do have White one. Castle they use. Oh, yeah, I have, I have one now. Because I, I was looking it up as you're reading the plot, mm-hmm. the, the the White Castle they built was in um, Ontario, Canada. No, I knew they filmed it in Canada, and it is abandoned. Oh no! It um it it, it was it was the White Castle for the scene. 
Then it got changed into a Yuppies burger, and it is now just abandoned. Well, it wasn't a really bad spot, to be fair. They built it real quick. And this is as of a couple months ago, as of January 27th, 2021. Nice. The, so the, the building is still standing. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's... Well, there. Well, also, like, one... To give, like... To, to say things, White Castles are always in bad spots. Just look, just look at the one here on here Long Island. Yeah, the one in Center Reach is weird. It's, like... It's smack dab in between a Carvel and a fucking 7-Eleven. Yeah, it's kind of hard to be like, this is a good spot. But, yeah, so... That's just my fun fact. So, it, it was filmed in Canada, and... the And it, it was... Uh, there, but now it's uh, a yuppies burger, which is now closed. Unfortunate. Yeah. So, <sighs> uh, you don't have many notes, which is kind of like sad. I don't have like, that many I, notes. I have well, a shit ton of notes. It's a stoner comedy. It's not really a lot of like me going, oh, this is crazy. I have to react to this. It's me going, okay, then. Because a lot of your notes are probably going to cover what I had. So I'll just go through mine real quick. I only have four. I said uh, 2004 is a hell of a drug because of just all the out-of-date references and words they use and just, ugh. Uh, so many recognizable faces. We have Fred Willard, Anthony Anderson, Eddie Thomas, Bobby Lee, um, Ryan Reynolds, Chris Maloney, and of course, Neil Patrick Harris. So many cameos. It's crazy. I mean, Bobby Lee wasn't a super famous uh, comedian at the time. I, don't, I wouldn't say he's super famous now, but he's still more famous than he was. So, uh, it was weird to see that. And then I say, I think I've seen this before, but at the same time, I haven't. <laughs> it was the hillbilly scene. I don't know if I talked about it before. And then I said, it's just a lovely stoner comedy. Those are my notes. Zachariah, what you got? Okay, so, wow, three minutes in, and we have two race strokes already. Holy shit, this age like milk 20. Uh, t- 2004 was a different time. Dude, it's good. it only gets worse from there. It does. Um, one of the most iconic duos of their time. Facts. Um, Ma- marijuana kills. Yeah. Do, do, do you remember those commercials before people knew marijuana the, kills? Like, do, do you remember those commercials for people actually knew like the, the benefits of marijuana? I mean, certain meta, certain marijuana has benefits. Other other strains are just like they make you laugh. But they don't kill you. You can't die. If you do stupid things while no, but, dr- you know, like, using, like, you will die. But. but it was like every other like commercial on like MTV or Cartoon Network was like that girl who was like deflated because she smoked weed. Yeah. They were and weird. It, it, was, it was it was one of those. And um, but yeah, like I I like how those were commercials growing up, and now you don't see them anymore. Yeah. Uh, Everybody and their mom smokes weed. Yeah. Uh, Kumor is literally me. This is when he goes, hey, do you want to get your keys? Nah, we've gone too far. Nah, his, I think it's his wallet. He goes, no, hey, oh, no, 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 wait, no, wait. get your wallet? It, no, it was his phone. Phone. His phone, his phone. Okay. Like, yeah. Now, we He's literally, like, far. down the hall, just, like, ten feet. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, those are 100% their stunt, stunt doubles that just got the dog shit beat out of them. Oh, for sure. Okay, the, the, those kind of look like like the shitty versions of us, kind of like the like the the cheap versions. Mm-hmm. And then a gang just beats the fucking shit <laughs> out of them. <laughs> and they show up at the hospital later. Yeah, um, Anthony Anderson is the fucking goat. Facts, man. I hey, my, my intro to him was um, Kangaroo Jack. 
Uh, same. Even though the, 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 that movie is a very that, that movie had doesn't know what it wants to be, but, but it's, it's good. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. I'm a business hippie. Everyone's a business hippie nowadays. <laughs> now this was a line. Two filthy pussies waiting to be boned by us. Yeah, this is um when they're at the school, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, oh my god, the twins. The twins were so bad. Do you want to play battle shits? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. that's what the next one is. Fart jokes. <laughs> yeah, dude, battle shits, man. It's too funny. Oh no, that... you sunk my battle shit. Ah! I hate it. <laughs> the raccoon went from cute and fluffy then right to that terrifying puppet thing. Yeah, it was fucking funny. Ah! <laughs> Get that cancer-ridden raccoon out of here! Because it was coughing up blood. Cool. <laughs> then Ryan Reynolds, holy shit! Yeah, I didn't know he was in this. This is where the meme comes from of Ryan Reynolds too. Which one? But it it, it just a, like the gif of him be, being a nurse. Oh, I didn't know and there was a gif of him being a nurse. There, there is. I, I, I'll, I'll send it to you later. Good to know. Um, so I'm making this canon. This is just Deadpool as a doctor. Sure. Because he, because he was doing, like the very touchy stuff to Kumar. That's just Ryan Reynolds. I know, but like I, I found I, out, like I've been watching a lot of Ryan Reynolds movies lately. Just like in general, he plays the same character up until like 2012 when he started like actually acting. No offense, Ryan, but like. <laughs> And just in case he listens. <laughs> but, like, right before Deadpool, he had, like, two movies where it was like, oh, this guy can act. And then after Deadpool, he's gotten movies where he's not just playing himself. That's Even though fair. Deadpool is basically just him with a sword. But, you know yeah. what it is. Um, I think this was after the car breaks down, so who wants first? Re- who wants the first reach around? Yeah, it's uh, right as Maloney drops his pants. Alright, who uh, wants the first reach around? And then, <clears throat> Neil... Fucking Patrick Harris. Yeah, dude, I forgot he was in this. As I knew he showed up in Guantanamo Bay and in Kumar Christmas, but I didn't know if he was going to show up in this one. Because I didn't know this is what jump-started his career. I thought he was super popular, so they got him in Guantanamo Bay because it would be funny. I didn't know they knew him prior, so. Uh, uh, it's funny how in Harold and Kumar universe, NPH is so straight and so horny. <laughs> and so addicted to drugs. Uh, did Dookie Hauser just steal my car? Facts. And, well, God, this jail scene is so fucked. Yeah, they arrested him for just being a black guy. <laughs> and, uh, oh, he's, oh my he's just God. like, but at least I got a big dick. That makes me happy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, well, at least, uh, funny enough, another movie we watch has moderately bad timing but the guy but the officer got uh proving guilty so that's good mm-hmm. yeah um i want a girl to look at me the way kumar looks at weed this is when he gets the big one and he's yep. just like oh my god and he's had sex with it for like three minutes <laughs> uh this was when the uh this is when uh harold got knocked out by the tree branch i figured mm-hmm. i'd do some gay shit to wake you up doesn't he, like, try to kiss him or something? No, he was licking his face. Oh, licking his face. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, this is when I think this is when they meet up with back of Neil at the White Castle. And I just say, God, I love Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, he's fucking, he's a treasure in this, dude. 
Oh, such a fucking, like, good actor. I'm happy he got work after this film. Yeah, and this movie is crazy good, especially with him in it. So, let's move on to our reviews. So, on Rotten Tomatoes, this film holds a 74% critic rating and an 80% audience rating. The consensus states, The likable leads and subversion of racial stereotypes elevate Harold and Kumar above the typical stoner comedy. I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's very much just like one of the better uh, stoner comedies of our generation. Oh, yeah. I mean, Cheech and Chong is still top tier, but this is definitely, it gets there. Uh, Zach, you gave the movie a higher review than me, so take it away with a good review. Yeah, I, I gave it way too much of a good rating, but I, I, I have my reasons. Uh, so, this comes from uh, Stephanie... What? Zacharek. I fucking hate that. Zacharek from Salon.com. Was that, was that Saloon or Salon? It's, uh, it's Salon. Uh, stretches the bound. Uh, she says, uh, "This movie stretches the boundaries of the of offensiveness in ways that both make make us laugh and make us think, which is fair." And since I gave it a slightly lower review than you, but still a very high review, I'll read the bad review from Nev Pierce of BBC.com. He said, or they said, uh, "There's an audience that will appreciate this, but they may struggle to see it through the smoke." And I thought it was funny. But so I, I have... chose that one. But what's the brutal review you got, Chief? Um, I did not write this down who it was from. Uh, let me just get that up real quick so we can give them credit. Even and... though it's a bad review and we don't agree with them, we'll still give them credit. <laughs> yeah, well, because figured like, hey, if people were taking our reviews as 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 verbatim words. Yeah, um, I'd like th- a quote. This comes from Michael Compton of Bowling Green Daily News. He says, to their credit, uh, John Cho and Cal Penn do have nice chemistry, even if they are stuck in a dead-end film. Ooh, that sucks. Oh, speaking of um, chemistry, there's a... uh, So in the American Pie movies, Harold, uh, John Cho, plays one of the MILF guys, and they got Eddie Ray Thomas to be one of the other stoners because of that as well. A lot of like, because I know people will get you in this film. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. Cause the guy, cause he, he, he's one of the Jewish guys, right? Yeah. He's one yeah, of the, yeah. um, cause that's the guy who stoners. fucked Stifler's mom. Exactly. He's the Stifler's mom guy. <laughs> so Hunter, what'd you give this film? I gave this film eight high rideable cheetahs out of 10. I wanted to give it eight, Opposite of the Holocaust out of 10, but I feel like that was bad, so I didn't give it that official rating. That is my unofficial rating, though. And for my explanation, I said, uh, Stoner comedies are one of the best movie genres out there. While there are only a select few that are truly good films, we can't help but laugh and enjoy the ride regardless. Harold and Kumar reinvented the genre and filled the bong-shaped, heart, the bong-shaped hole in our hearts that Cheech and Chong left. Oh, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. What'd you give it, Chief? I gave this, and people are probably going to be surprised by this with me being the, the, the art house fuck. Yeah, you're like, I like this, the, 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 the whiplash movies. I like the weird art house movies. You're like, oh, also, Zach, ha ha ha, weed. <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, I gave this, and, uh, I, and I, I stand by this rating because this actually was one of the first R-rated films I got to see when I was a kid. Nice. Um, I'm giving this 9.5 
Come on, Boogie, let's burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> Out of ten. Yeah, man, that's the Anthony um, Anderson Burger Shack stuff. Kind of like my, kind of like a Hunter just said, uh, summer comedies are one of the best genres out there. N- not many can be held to, to the penthouse levels, like, like the greats of Superbad, Cheech and Chong, Hangover, Scary Movie Franchise, Super Troopers, Jane Silent Bob, P- Pineapple Express, among others. Um, th- th- this film will always be my favorite stoner flick because, hey, it's just one of those go-to ones. But with that said, Hunter, hit us with that outro so I can get some damn White Castle now. Hey, man, you got to take me if you're going to White Castle. It's fucking so, 9 o'clock you. in the morning. Let's go to White Castle. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Box Office Loser and Box Office Losers. Other respectively. I flipped yeah. it. Uh, for up-to-date news and just the episodes. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend it helps us a lot if you tell your buddies about it if you give us reviews on apple and every anywhere and all podcasts are found but before we officially leave zachary where can we find you on the internet you can find me at dark shadow zake literally everywhere also um shout out to probably friend of the show adrian tofe who followed me on twitter (laughs) he didn't follow me and i'm a little upset so adrian come on dog i said that who, who knows? Maybe a friend of the show. I think he might already follow me. I'm not 100 percent positive. I, hey, who knows? But um, yeah, you can find me li- as, as I said, Dark Shadow Zake, literally everywhere. You can find social media. Uh, you can find me every Thursday on the Sports Hit List covering AEW on my talk show, the AEW Injection. I have another wrestling talk show for the Sports Hit List in the works. I'm just waiting for that to be approved. So I'll have another thing to talk about on here. Nice. Now, Hunter, where can they find you? You can find me at Scruffy Moose Man on almost all social media platforms. You can also find me at Android's Amazing Podcast every Wednesday. It is a comic book podcast I do with my coworker. You can also then you can then find me at Farthest Galaxy, which is a Star Wars podcast I do with one of my best friends. We just talk about Star Wars. So. That is all I got, Dougie Doug. All Adrian right. Adrian follows me. Sad face. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and who knows? Well, hey. Oh, I don't follow him. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I'll probably do it. But we also technically have another fr- friend of the show. That's a Galen Howard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Howard. He, he likes our Instagram posts. So I think that's kind of He doesn't cool. follow us, but he likes our, show, our stuff. I think he recently followed us. Oh, dope. Get in contact with him. I'll hit him up. Yeah, let me double check. Um, I, I, I don't know how to check to see if they follow us. I thought I saw him a couple of days ago. Hey, if he does, that's dope. But other than that, guys, thank you all for listening and watching, and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Peace.